The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. She's an intelligent, smart, cool person. <laughs> it's the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? What an intro, Jonathan. Intelligent and smart. <laughs> we've, we've debated at length the difference between hot and beautiful. I feel like there must be a similar analog to intelligent and smart because it sounds redundant, but I would never, ever call Patrick redundant. So, oh no, it was... It was Thais. What show did you watch? <laughs> Look at me now. Um, <laughs> yes, she called yeah, herself yeah. intelligent. Clearly, I'm neither. But there is, a, there is a difference between those two. Lay it on me. And this is, this is what I think. It's because I am... Smart and intelligent. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, you know, that's know. not cool to say that you're <laughs> smart and intelligent. And cool. But I think intelligent is something you naturally have, right? Mm. That you pick up, that okay. you educate yourself, you watch the news, you stay current, you are interested in learning things, you pick up on things, right? And smart, I feel like smart, you can make yourself smart in a way you can study. I think study. that's great. I think you're actually you study. probably right. Because if you think about IQ, I think it stands for intelligent quotient. And so intelligence, they're measuring your IQ. It is sort of innate. It's like your innate ability. Whereas smart, yeah, you could read a book and then you learn something and now you're yeah. smart on that subject. And you have all different kinds of intelligence. Look at you. Right? You are intelligent, smart, <laughs> and cool. Especially cool. Yes. Yes. So what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the 90 Day Fiance edition. I just want to say, because I went on a rant Last week, I think it was last week, saying, I think it was. How are people not liking this season? I don't get it. Wait until the foreigners have unpacked their bags and put the toothbrush in the toothbrush holder. I'm or gonna, the bidet on the toilet. Or the bidet on the toilet. I'm going to double down and say, if you guys don't like this season, what is it? Call in, let us know, because I'm loving it. I am loving it. I am loving it. The characters so far. Maybe they're not your favorite people, but come on. It's a good television. It's good television. You don't necessarily want to be best friends with the people or even see the relationships last, but aren't you interested <laughs> in watching them? I am 100% interested. There is only one couple that bugged me a little, and it's not what I see on TV. Yes, it's I know. It's what's you're... going on behind the scenes on social media. Yeah. And it bothers me because it kind of takes away from the show. Mm. Not to get deep into that, but it's Miona and Jibre, yeah. right? They're doing their own spinoff already on YouTube. And that's what bothers let this, me. Let this season exactly. play out on TV. And before you get on all the OnlyFans and YouTubes and TikToks, let this look at how cool! Play. Look how cool you are! So cool, guys! I'm so cool. The MySpace <laughs> and, and 
<laughs> Facebook marketplace. And you, you don't know a lot about I don't know that <laughs> But yeah, like let the season play out. Let us to figure out like who are these people. Don't skip ahead and sell things on social media that's related to 90 Day Fiance. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's ridiculous. About. I know what you're talking like, about. I'm, I'm bothered by this, but... Yeah. I am going to ignore and enjoy the show. Here's the complaint I'll have, because I think the season is great, but production, TLC, whoever... Ban them. No. From... No, ban them from trying to do this while the show is playing. It really takes away no, that, from yeah, the show. Yes, I was going to say... Make the contracts a little more strict. Well, or that's something. what I was trying to yeah. say. Don't ban them. Yeah, I don't know where you're going with that. <laughs> ban them from what? Poor but, choice of words. But yeah, don't allow them to be doing YouTube spinoffs and three camera shoots on YouTube. I was watching one YouTube with Jabrin and Miona, and they were walking through a casino. They had a camera person following them clearly because it was the two of them being filmed. It wasn't like one was filming the other. So the it fact was that probably David. It's probably David. <laughs> but you're hiring someone or you're having someone film you? Come on. Let it let the season play out and like then we don't want. know you enough that we wanna go and watch you on your own little YouTube yeah, channel. Yeah. Like we don't know you. I don't know enough about you. I don't even know if I like you yet. I wanna watch you. Making me not like you. I wanna you. get to know you, but Hey, come on, guys. Pump the brakes. I know your credit score sucks. We heard it, but. All right. Miona and Jabri aren't even on this episode, so I don't know. We're giving them too much airtime here. I know, right? even, Come on. We don't even have to talk about them this, this week. They're not even on. But here's what we do have to talk about before we get into it. We got our collab dropping this Thursday. Okay, our collab with the reality gays, you know them, you love them, we love them. We had the best time talking to them. Absolutely, and shout out to Maddie and Poodle. Yes. It was so much fun. We went for for a long time. We went for a long time. (laughs) I was sitting in a closet during this entire experience. It was fabulous. I enjoyed it very much. Yes. Uh, (laughs) So it's going to be dropping Thursday the 19th. We did part one on their podcast. So yes. follow the reality gaze, follow their podcast, follow their Instagram, follow them everywhere so that you don't miss when it drops, but it's going to drop on Thursday the 19th at some point. Part one of Diaries. Yes. We did Diaries with Mike and Punkasaurus. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> it had Kenny and Armando. Yes. Tariq and Hazel. Yes. AKA Tarzel. AKA Tarzel. It had Anna and Marcel. Yes, the B people. And Matt and Allah. Correct. Anyone Look else? Look at you. Am no, I missing anyone? that was it. I didn't even have that in my But notes. we touched on so many other couples, guys. So oh, don't yeah. miss out. We had so much fun. The guys <laughs> don't are. Don't miss out. <laughs> the guys are awesome. Yes, part one on theirs, part two on ours. So make yes. sure you're following all the podcasts, all the Instagram, so you don't miss when it drops. But definitely give it a listen. We had the best time. So thank you to them for having us and, and thank, thank you for you, coming you. on ours and I think we'll do it again in the not so distant future because we, we had a great hope time. so because yeah. we had a blast yeah so Thursday it's coming out stay tuned in the meantime I said make sure to follow the social media follow ours at married to reality pod we'll definitely keep you guys posted with all the news we got the memes that we dropped there you guys message us we message you back it's a slipping and a sliding into the dms back and forth it gets wet it gets wild 
Teresa has banned me from responding to most messages. So it's really just Teresa interacting with you guys. But I ask what's going on. I say, what are you guys talking about? I didn't ban him. He's snooping in the, in the background. Sometimes he's like, hey, there is a message. There is a message. This is what it says, but you, sh- you should reply. I'm like. Yeah, you're the social media president. Yeah, because that's what, he always sees the little banner with the first sentence. And yeah. he's like, this is what it says. You should reply. I'm like. Let me handle it, Jonathan. Well, Let you me guys are—you guys are so in the know, and you guys have so much insight and thoughts that I see it pop up, and I want to know. I want to read it. But Therese is the social media president. We gotta let her do her job, and so she eventually will get to it. And I'm always curious, what's going on? What are you guys talking well, about? Well, I always do get to you guys, but I want to make sure I have the time to sit down, read the message, and yes. reply. Because when I reply to anyone on the go, there's usually like 59 typos. And that's how you made your way to social media president because of that attention to detail. I take time. You started, you were just a social media intern. (laughs) (laughs) You're... Your salary has not changed, but you, you mean have. The, you mean the zero dollars a month? The zero dollars a month. You still <laughs> receive that, but your title, your title, you have grown. So I've grown so much. Keep and up guess the good what? work, Teresa. You're making zero dollars. Yes. Okay. So that is Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Also, make sure you're following the podcast. Okay, and that's a way to make sure you'll always get the bonus episodes. You'll always get whatever we drop because you follow the podcast. You don't have to think about. Oh, let me check out the the page. Let me see if there's a new podcast. You follow it, you get the podcast. That easy. So easy to do, actually. You look down, you smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as Eve's new child, Mohammed. <laughs> because, because. That's not hot. That's sad. Yes. He makes me sad. laugh. So. Oh my gosh, he makes me laugh so hard, but... He is not a fiancé. He is a child. Yeah. He thinks he's a babysitter. Mm, he's just a baby. He's just a baby. <laughs> I die laughing every we single laugh. time he opens his mouth. The, he speaks with such melody and what he says is hilarious and what he's doing is hilarious and just this <laughs> fish out of water, everything about it. This was, and as much as I love this season so far, there was no like laugh out loud moments, but I'm not, it's not a comedy show. It's a documentary. So I don't need to laugh out loud every episode. <laughs> this episode, I laughed 75% of his segment. It's, oh my gosh. It's like Ziet. Like every single time. Oh, it's Ziet, way better. It's way oh, better. It is. It is. But every single time Ziet said something so or did something, oh, so I died laughing. Guy. Even though he wasn't trying to be funny or anything. Yeah. It was just great. Yeah. Mohammed is Ziad on steroids. Yeah, you butcher the English language and I don't laugh. I cry, Do I? really. No, Do you're, I? you've gotten much better. Yeah, well, I would hope so. But you need, a, so. you need to speak with more of that melody. I think it is that melody that Mohammed speaks in. So that it, you want you me get it <laughs> Like, it's just, why, why is he speaking like that? So you want me to speak like this? Yes, kind of. Let's see how many listeners we all get. <laughs> okay, before we lose any listeners, actually. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Smash it like it's as hot as that man child, Muhammad. And one last thing, if you guys haven't left a review, if you please, if you could please take five seconds, 10 seconds, however long it takes, if you could rate and review the podcast, it helps us out so much. It helps spread the word. It makes our day, really. Absolutely. Gets us excited. So thank you in advance. If you, if you can leave us one, we really appreciate it. And speaking of, 
reviews. I got one that I would like to read. Oh, okay, I'm, always, is, I'm always down to hear the reviews. This is how easy it is to make our day. Because this one comes to us from our friend, Grandma Sioban. Ooh, hello, Grandma I'm probably, Sioban. I'm probably butchering that last name. But uh, Grandma, C, Grandma S. This comes to us from Grandma S. And it's titled, Definitely One of the Best. Okay. Love it. Thank you. Five stars. Love it, love it. And Grandma writes, the gold standard of reality show podcasts. What? And that's it. One line. That's all it takes. That's all it takes to make our week. This really made my week. Definitely I mean, one of every, the best. The gold standard of reality show every podcasts. Every review makes my week, but short and sweet. Thank you, Grandma. Grandma's always... Grandma, they, Grandma S. Yeah, always cheer me up, pinch your cheek, slip a $20 bill on your birthday card, and leave a fantastic review like Love this. it. So thank I you. love it. Thank you so much. All right. That is the housekeeping. Ooh. We have made our way to a little segment I like to call 90 Day By The Way. Woohoo! You ready for some of this? Always. All right. By the way, number one. How about... We do a little reality real estate edition. Okay, okay, I'm down. You down? I'm down. If you've been dreaming of moving to Squim, if you've been <laughs> imagining life with your very own Blue Lagoon, having a place where you can scare fish to death with fireworks, you're in luck. Does Uncle Bojangles comes with the property? <laughs> so you know what I'm saying here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mike, Mike of... Once upon a time, Mike and Natalie, his house is for sale. Okay. You mean, I wouldn't call it a house. It was it's like a falling, house. It was falling apart. Okay. okay. All right, Shida. No, come on. It's a house. Two bed, one bath, 900 square feet. Really? Do you want to guess the price? And this will make your head explode. Maybe, uh, let me, maybe I, so I don't steer you in the wrong direction. Let me tell you how many acres it's on. Okay, well, that's not going to help because I'm from Europe. Okay, well, <laughs> let me tell you how many horse pastures it has then. Okay. Two horse pastures. <laughs> Does it mean I can buy two horses? You could probably buy more than two, but it's got ample space for Bojangles to run free. And <laughs> Bojangles can graze for days. So does he come with the property or without? Uh, I'm sure it's negotiable. Okay. So two bed, one bath, 900 square feet. I'm going to tell you 27 acres, two horse pastures. Okay. For the very reasonable price of? Uh, I don't know. I'm thinking it's in the middle of nowhere, but it's Washington. But in the middle of nowhere. Yes. Two horse horse pastures. Yeah. Yeah. 200,000. Oh, that'd be a steal and a half. Six hundred and seventy-five. You don't understand acres, I don't think. Twenty-seven no. acres is an incredible amount of land. I think you're also paying for the proximity to Tamara. You know, your get your getaway <laughs> driver in case you ever need to get to the airport. I was in gonna a hurry. mention her, but I forgot her name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So six hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. It's been on the market for uh, a couple of weeks now, I think. Like, I, I don't want to shit on the house, but a house looks like Mike and Bojangles put it together themselves watching YouTube videos and drinking <laughs> beer. Yeah, and you're probably not far from the truth with that. I think you're paying for the land. You're paying okay. for the pond, right? Here's the wildest part of the whole thing. The street name 
Okay. Youngquist, which is Mike's last name. Oh. So is Squim so small that everyone gets their own street? Or is he maybe a mover and a shaker and they named a street after his family? Or maybe he just built a house. I'm doing the air quotes right now. In the middle of nowhere, and there was no street, so he talked to the mayor. Mm. It was like, well, there is no street, but I live here. How about it's like Mike's street? Right. I was like, ah, not Mike's street. What's your last name? Let's make it a little cooler. Yeah, Youngquist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So check it out. It's on the interwebs if you're looking to move. And uh, you could uh, live in a probably, piece of... Yeah, I would probably suggest, like, don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The place don't is haunted. Be- yes, it's it's haunted by Natalie. Yes, the place is haunted. The woods. The woods. Okay. That's by the way, number one. By the way, number two. Okay. Mother's Day was last Sunday, but uh, this is going to be a little belated Mother's Day, by the way. Mm-hmm. Because something must be in the water. There are so many 90-dayers who are pregnant. Really? Okay. I know. I know of a few. All right, well, then let's tag team this, by the way, okay. because I just wanted to shout out and congratulate and celebrate this, this these handful of mothers who are with child. Okay. All right, you start us off. All right, Libby and Andre. So Libby and Andre, yeah, they announced it a couple months ago. They're pregnant with baby number two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so congratulations to them. Then... Alexi and what's her face? Lauren. Lauren. Okay. They're pregnant with their third they child. They keep popping babies. Their last child was born in August. So. Wow. They've been busy in quarantine, I suppose. For sure. Yeah. So their their family is expanding. So congratulations to them. Okay. I have two more. Okay. That okay. I wrote okay. Down. Anna and Marcel. No, I didn't. Put that one down, but you're right. I overlooked that one. They and just had a baby. They just had a baby. So yes, mm-hmm, good mm-hmm. on you. All right, still All two, right. still two more on my list. Uh, one you're not gonna get, I don't think. Okay. And one you possibly could. Oh, Mike and whoever from Connecticut. Oh, Juliana. Yeah. Okay, she is pregnant. We've talked about yeah, her so, so. Come and on, Ben. Come on. Okay, so th- that's good. Let me just rattle off the other two then. Okay. Oh, I, I love Rattle off. Games. No pun, no baby pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> um, Steven and Olga. Oh, they're pregnant again. She announced in March that she was pregnant with baby number two. Living yeah. in New York City. I know. We covered them on a recent diaries a yeah, couple weeks ago. Good luck, guys. They good luck. A, I think they have a two bedroom that they rented. Yes. Yes. But kids are expensive in general. Kids are expensive. Kids in New York City. Yeah. Woo. Okay. And so the last, the last baby that I have here, Devin. Oh, my gosh. I, I, knew saw, that, right? I saw it on social media. So she announced she'll be a mother for a third time with her boyfriend, Topher. And now that, yeah, this is her third baby. She has Young mm-hmm. with Junie and Drusilla. We all remember Drusilla. So we sure do. <laughs> so, so she Devin's, was a wild child. Devin's she is her, a wild child. Devin's got her hands full. All right. So congrats to all the expecting mothers and fathers. And the new moms. And the new moms. Well, they're still expecting. And the new oh, dads. the new moms. Yes, yes. Yes. We love to see that 90-day family grow. So 
Congratulations, all, and we look forward to seeing those journeys over the next. Oh. Speaking of a ninety-day family, okay. let's start with our first couple. Oh, uh, let's talk about the episode, guys. Toby and Emily. Let's talk about the episode. All right. That was a nice intro, right? A very you nice see, segue. That's a great segue. Do you, you, you see what I did there? I'm feeling very <laughs> torn after this segment because at first. I'm watching, and I go, how dare Kobe say what he's saying? How dare he he try to control the breastfeeding and, and, the, and where and how? And then two minutes later, I'm like, how dare Emily act the way she's acting and try to tell Kobe what he can and can't do with this kid? I've never felt more torn, I don't Yeah, think. it's definitely been a little, whose side do I tag in here? And... I, I can understand both sides. I can understand Kobe trying to explain to her what he's used to and then it's not normal for women in his culture to whip out boobs everywhere. Sure. And to be very honest, I've never seen it either, right? In Czech? Yeah. Mm, I just feel like that's something you do in private, right? Well, but it's your is, personal opinion. Yeah, so this is, this is me just saying that, right? But then I understand her side of you saying that this is my house. My family is fine with it. I had a tough journey with breastfeeding. Yeah. So if I want to do it right here and I feel comfortable, I can. And I absolutely agree with that too. 100%. You're in your own home. You've been doing it like this for 17 months. And parents and kids... Everyone's got their own relationship with their parents. My sister has a different relationship with my mom than I do. You know, yes. my, my sister probably would whip out her boob and breastfeed in front of my mom. I'm a little more private. I keep to myself a little bit well, yeah, more. Please never whip out your boob and breastfeed in front of your mom. And I probably would not do that. <laughs> but so even within a family, people act differently. The thing that was troubling was Kobe just coming in in day one, having these feelings. The feelings are fine. You're allowed to have feelings. It's the way I think he addressed them. Mm -hmm. Instead of saying, hey, Emily, like, let's talk about this, maybe in private, maybe not with your parents in yeah. earshot of this. On your first day. On your first day. Maybe we talk about this and, and you check off two of our three C's, two of the three C's to a happy relationship, the married to reality three C's, check off communication, check off compromise. Mm -hmm. And I, I would probably venture to say the mom makes the choice. I would like to, I would like to have the discussion, but I think ultimately it's probably your choice when it comes to breastfeeding. I, I would say so, but as you said, one of the C's, communication, it wasn't happening. They went straight into arguing that he was saying his point of view and she was saying, no, I'll do what I feel comfortable. But right. there was no conversation. They went straight into, I don't think you should do this. And she's like, yeah, I don't think you should be saying this. Right. Yeah. So and plus the dad was around just like watching them like a hawk. That I'm was like, there. This, is, this is uncomfortable. And here's where I'm torn. She's been doing this for 17 months. You get into a habit, you get into a routine and you find your way through parenting and what works for you and what works what works for the child and you don't want to break it but then later in this segment I'm gonna go I think you should break that routine because when we get to the whole sleeping situation mm -hmm. that I can't take Emily's side as much as I I can take the breastfeeding 
side of things because Kobe's like, go in the basement, pump alone. Yeah, no, 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 that was that was wrong. He he was not in the place to tell her what to do. They could have sit down and talk about it. Maybe if she explained it to him in a nice way without basically getting offensive, right? Yeah. Maybe he would have understood, right? What I what I got kind of mad at Kobe was where he was like, well, my sister was only breastfeeding for seven months. Like, why are you still breastfeeding? Right. I don't want to share your boobs with my son. And I was like, wait a minute. Is this why you're upset? Well, here's you don't want to share boobs. And that's what I was going to ask you. What is the real issue here? Because it could be a few things. Does he not like seeing it? Does he think, oh, this is too much seeing my son sucking on the boobs that I suck on? Is that too much? Is he creeped out that others are seeing it? Is he uncomfortable that dad is seeing it? Or is it that he feels Coben is getting this special connection with Emily and Emily's getting this special connection with Coben? But Kobe doesn't get to partake in that. There's like a few things that I go, what is it really? I think it's because she's doing something that he doesn't understand. And she's been doing this for 17 months. But she's he understands bond- it. She's been bonding with Coben for 17 months. Yeah. And now he's there and she has no, no say in anything, right? So he's trying to kind of like lean in and trying to be a dad and make some suggestions, which I could understand, but what but he was like. private, that's what I'm like. It's, he's, not even, he's not even saying, oh, Coben's too old to be breastfeeding. He's, he's not. Well, he kind of said it. He said, my sister was breastfeeding for like seven months. But he's like, not you saying. You are doing it for 17. But he's not saying, let's stop the breastfeeding unless I miss that. He's saying, go in the basement and do it. So either he doesn't want to see it or he doesn't want others to see it. I don't know if it's the duration of breastfeeding. I don't know. And I educated myself on this. I wanted to read and see, oh, what is the appropriate length? Is there an appropriate length? It's basically every one is different and you choose what's best for you. Yeah, there are but, people who breastfeed their 10-year-old kids. Yeah. Michael! <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he like, didn't he get off the tee when he graduated high school or something? Yeah. Like, I was being breastfed until I was like eight years old. No. Was it eight? Was it was it nine. I, I think nine. it was nine. But in my studies, there's nothing wrong per se health-wise with breastfeeding into your early years. And they've even said psychologically it's fine. It's good so, for you. It's supposed it's to be good, good, good for you. It's healthy. So, yeah, I just want to know what is it really that's bothering Kobe. And he says, she's going to be my wife. We have sex. I have to suck her breasts. He says, I have to. It's almost a commandment. I have to suck her breasts and I don't want to share breasts with my son. He's a little selfish. He's a little selfish with the breasts, if you ask me. She's got two. One for me and one for you is what I would say to my son. Yes. I would say, pick your favorite. I'll take what's left over. Well, they keep arguing, right? Dad is around there and... Mom is in the kitchen. By the way, mom's looking really good. Can I ask a, a, a disgusting question? But a question that has to be asked and you may not be able to answer. Sure. Shoot. And I think I know the answer. Well, ask. Kobe's got to suck the breasts during sex. He said it. He's like, I have yeah, to suck okay. them. I have to suck them. He would probably get a little milk out of it, right? If yeah. she's if she's I, lactating. I and don't know. What's the difference? The breasts don't know whose mouth it is. The breasts don't go, oh, no, this milk is only for Coben. If if Kobe's really giving it to those breasts, he's like he's gonna get a little 
just a little, a little, a little milk. It's it's basically a camelback for sex. If you think about it, that you're just, you know what a camelback is. It sounds like a sexual position, but a it's camel not. with the animal. A camelback, those backpacks that mountain bikers. Oh, it's nothing to do with camel, the animal. Well, camels, it's oh. branding, <laughs> Teresa. It's branding. It's like you're having a hump on your back to hydrate, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. I'm following. I'm it's, following. It's basically a camel back, but it's a breast, and you're having sex, and you're sucking, and you're getting no. How long did you think about all this? I had to think about it because he's like, <laughs> I, I suck on the breasts, and the mouth is no different. I mean, I guess it's a little bit different, but the boob doesn't know. The boob is going to release the milk. I, I mean, don't. We're not at, You're making we're a lot of sense, but we clearly don't understand. Because Colin, if you guys know, Colin, message us. Let us know. Okay, John loves to say Colin, but you actually have nowhere <laughs> to call, so don't listen to him. I think our friends know what it means. Message us, guys. Well, message. I'm talking to a possible new friend. Oh, Who hi, knows? new friends. Um, so you were gonna say though, they were in the kitchen. You're saying mom was looking fab. Yes, they're like they continue arguing, right? And Dad kind of steps in and he said something about a mother-in-law and he's like, speaking of that, I'm going to pick up mine. Well, he tells Kobe, uh, you know, enough of the fighting. Why don't you go help your mother-in-law oh, he said in the that. kitchen? Yeah. You and see, I, I heard him saying something about the mother-in-law, but I didn't hear him say, go and help her in the kitchen. I heard Emily yeah. saying that later. No, he, dad, father David said, go, why don't you go help your future mother-in-law? In the kitchen, and that's when he's like, speaking of mother-in-laws, I'm going to go pick up mm. grandma. Nice nice exit, David. Nice exit. Yeah. You stir the pot and you leave. <laughs> nice. I yeah. like it. It was strange that everyone was just sitting there while this was happening, but. I mean, if you all live together and this is the common area. I know. I know. No, it's fine. But, so it's getting a little contentious. Emily is basically saying it's her way or the highway, and Kobe says, you can't talk to me like that. Don't make demands. You can ask me to do things. Which now I'm team Kobe. It's very true. I'm team Kobe 85% of this segment. It was when he was talking about the breastfeeding. I'm like, you're probably going a little too far here. No, he, he did go too far. But there's a conversation. There's definitely a conversation to be had. He's allowed to have an opinion. He can't say stop, go in the basement. But he could say, hey, let's talk about this. Maybe I'm not comfortable with you sitting in front of everyone. And she'd go... Well, it's my house. I want to. And then it should be sort of her choice. He's allowed to have an yeah, opinion Yeah, but I'm saying it. they didn't approach it, right? That whole thing no. was just parents just like dad, f- like flying around like a hawk, just like listening, trying to like step in, but not just trying to find the right time so he could drop some knowledge yeah. and disappear. Like it was awkward. Mom in the kitchen just Mom's like peeking. Kitchen, like, trying to stay out of this, but it's really hard. But again, mom, very pretty. Yeah. No, she looks great. Yeah. Um, wonder how long she was breastfed for, because whatever plan she's on, sign me up. Milk does about it. I don't good. see the kids like her, like Emily and her sister, looking like the mom at all. Mm. Yeah, they all look. Emily looks actually. like her dad, like one hundred percent. Interesting. She's like dad's copy. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll have to pay attention next time. But Emily tells the camera she feels like Kobe's trying to act like a manly man and tell her what to do, and it's like. Complete opposite, Emily. You're telling him what to do. Everything is go to the kitchen, cook. 
we're going to the hotel room to bang. This is what's happening. You're doing this. You're not touching Coben. You're the one dictating. And then he tries to have an opinion or a thought of his own. And now it's, he didn't act like this in China. Now he's acting like a manly man. Tell me what to do. That's was That really set me off. Well, unfortunately, he is in her house, in her parents' house. And as we learn later, Emily is the family boss. Mm-hmm. The boss of everyone, Grandma right? Grandma said that, yeah. And so I get it. He feels probably uncomfortable. He's trying to establish himself in a way to... He's the dad to he's prove dad. his role, right? But she's not letting him. They don't communicate. They just argue. It's it's going to be interesting. Well, they sit down for dinner and Father David tries to make conversation about Cameroon, asking, oh, what's the food like there? And Kobe says, there's two cultures. There's English. There's French. My dad is from the French-speaking part. My mom is from the English-speaking part. And I actually didn't grow up with my dad. I didn't spend much time with him until I was 14. So my English is better than my French. And all that to say, he feels like my dad was estranged from me growing Mm -hmm. up. We didn't have a great relationship I don't want that to repeat itself with me and my son. So he's going to try to go the extra mile and put the extra effort in so that he is present in his son's life. Especially after he hasn't been for the past 17 months Make up for of lost COVID. time. Yeah, yeah, he wants to make up for lost time. And so he's trying to do all these things. Sure, he's excited. Maybe he's touching the feet and the baby wants to go to sleep. But he's trying, right? A for effort, A for being present. And then you have the family going, no, no, no. Don't, don't do that. And it's like... Come on. You're faulting him for trying. He's trying to be present. He's trying to make up for lost time. It's not a it's not coming from a bad place. Yes, but don't forget, it's just day one. Mm. Things should be good. Day one should be good. Day one should be no arguing. Day one should be just like holding hands and singing kumbaya. But they're both at fault then. Because Oh, they are. Because day one you have Kobe saying, put your boobs back. In your bra, mm-hmm, but you also have Emily saying, "Don't touch his feet. He's trying to sleep." Yes. Like, so it's contentious from from both sides. I think it comes down to adjustment and communication. They've never lived together. If you don't count a couple of weeks in China when they were yeah. just like partying and banging, it's very different than living under one roof with her entire family and a baby. Yeah, and then. During those past 17 months, they all just got into this routine, right? Mm-hmm. He's new to this whole thing. Mm-hmm. He isn't understanding it. She's getting pissed that he even is trying to say something because she has a routine. So honestly, I think they all are ra- wrong at yeah. some point, right? Yes. And they just need to kind of let it let it go, let it flow, figure things out as you go. Don't get pissed over small stuff. Right, right. Be happy that you're together finally. And mm-hmm. don't sweat the small stuff, right? The bigger thing is that we're together. We're a family now. Yeah. So then dad asks what Kobe's expectations are in America. And he seems like he wants to hit the ground running and he knows there's opportunities and he wants to make a better life. Really? That's what you picked up from him. He said, yeah, I know here we could find opportunities and make a better life. He goes, it'll take time. Yeah. So first he said, yes. Yes. The U.S. is a land of opportunities. Mm -hmm. 
And I agree with that. I think if you work hard, you can make things happen here, right? Yeah. But then he said, um, I can make life better for myself. Yes. Maybe he's, he spent a lot of time with his mom, but maybe his English is not perfect. But I don't think he was saying it selfishly. I think he was saying it, I'm my family. I could. Yes, but I almost feel like he didn't think of like, okay, well, um, maybe once I get my papers, I can start doing this, doing that. This is what I was thinking. This is my plan. Maybe, I don't know his skills, so I don't right. want to say anything. We but know he was an underwear model. It yes. doesn't seem like he could just go uh, do that tomorrow. No, but, but maybe, maybe you could be like, oh, I want to go back to modeling or, hey, I have some knowledge of construction work. Maybe right. I'll try to find a job in constructions and take it from there, right? He has no plans, right? Didn't he? He started a business. Well, in- open a coffee place, apparently. Right, but a is cafe. That something, is, that, is that your passion? Right. Do you love making coffees? And if you do, great. Great. Maybe start working at Starbucks. Well, Starbucks. Maybe like a local coffee shop and learn things, learn the business. Right. Yeah. Eventually, you could open your your own business. Have some at least have ideas or have dreams. You wanted more specifics. You yes, wanted he, to hear. He no. He the has nothing. Model. He mm. wants to be successful. I get it. We all yeah. do. Yeah. There is nothing. And what the difference is between him having dreams and be like, you know what? Things will happen. Great. For a single guy right. who have who has no kids, you have a kid and a wife or a wife-to-be, right? You would need to take anything to make the money because Emily isn't working, really. And that's my issue. And that's my biggest issue. Because... You cut to Father David and he's getting emotional, right? He's like crying on camera saying, I'm nervous. Kobe's not going to be able to provide for Emily and provide for Coben. I kind of get it. Why? We This guy can't work for at least three months. No, longer. You don't it's get gonna, your... Right. You might get the, your EAD. You may get your work Well, permit. yeah, but they would have to get married like that day. The EAD R- takes three to five months. True. If you wait out your 90 days as they do on this show, because yeah. that's what it's called... Then at three to five months from the day they file the paperwork. Then it makes my point even more salient. Why can't Emily work? You now have dad here. That's a great point. Dad can look after Mm -hmm. Coben. Emily can go get a job tonight. If she wanted to go apply for a job tonight, she could go. She doesn't have to wait any. She doesn't have to wait a week or two. So dad's like, I really hope he can provide for Emily and Coben. How about your daughter, who is fully capable of going and getting a job now, go get a job now that someone is there and can basically the only thing Kobe can do is stay at home and watch Kobe. True, but she said she babysits, but maybe she could babysit more without Coben. Yeah, I don't think she's working that much it didn't seem like she was i forget what she said at the top of the show but it seemed like she wasn't working full-time by any means i don't think she can with such a small baby but Even i'm like saying now dad's nanny, now dad's yeah. there now dad's home so i hear you i hear you she can Maybe. go work eight hours or more i think the dad was just emotional because if you are this is just what i'm imagining because i'm not a dad and i can never be a dad but when my dad, when I told my dad about you and he met you, like he was happy to hear about yourself, I mean, yourself, about you, right? Yeah. That you are a hard worker, that you are, have a drive, that you have a passion. If I said, hey, dad, I'm dating this guy, John, like he's unemployed at the moment. Like, 
he's not in a rush to find a job. Like I'm bringing home some money, so he's like hanging out, and you know, I my dad, it. my dad would be mortified. He would be like, "Oh my god, what's going on?" I get it. I know Kobe didn't get into specifics, but he said the buzzwords. He said opportunity. He said make life better. It seemed like he didn't just want to sit on the couch all day. So it seems like his head's in the right place. He just doesn't have necessarily a plan yet. But even if he did have a plan, he couldn't act on it for at least five months probably. True. True. I think it all comes down to words. Maybe he meant that, oh my gosh, I'm ready to hit the ground running. He just didn't verbalize it. Yeah. And that's why he freaked out everyone. Yeah. Tell me if you noticed this, because I'm pretty sure Coben was breastfeeding at the dinner table. Yes. He, that baby. <laughs> Very hungry baby. Snacking all the time. And that's fine. Except, again, not a doctor or a mom. Pretty sure Emily was drinking wine while actively breastfeeding. And I think it's okay to like have a drink. And then pump or breastfeed hours after. But she was physically drinking the same time she was breastfeeding. I missed that. Yeah, I don't don't know if that's kosher. I don't know. Yeah. Again, not a doctor, but just letting you guys know what I see. Sure. Okay. I mean, yeah. (laughs) I have nothing else to say. I'm not a doctor. Okay. It's bedtime. And Emily shows Kobe about the nighttime diaper and the pajamas and... It's great because Kobe finally gets to hold Coben. I think this is like mm-hmm. the first time you see Kobe hold Coben. You could see how excited he is, right? He's playing with his son and Emily's like, stop, stop. You're riling him up. And I get it. The kid's got to go to sleep, right? It's a baby. It's got to go to sleep. But it's the first night he's meeting his dad. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay. If if maybe for one night he doesn't sleep the best because dad's excited, he's finally getting a chance yeah. to hold him, I think it's okay. Yeah, I she's, would hype him up too. She's stuck to this routine or to this power trip because a lot of what she's done is power, saying, we're going to bang before you meet your son. That's power. That's control. Mm. This is more power and control. Don't do that. It's bedtime. You're That's all power. And I get it. We don't have kids, so I don't know. It's probably really hard to get a... a baby to go to sleep but at the end of the day what's better a father and son having a bonding moment or the kid getting his eight hours of sleep mm-hmm. i don't know you, that's, you that's a tell, good point yeah i would let me. the baby bond what i was kind of questioning was that all right they all are in this small looking bed yes what that's was it, another like thing wind size right yeah. and eventually emily kicks kobe out because there's no space for the three of them okay i have a few thoughts Oh, and, I have many. Well, I'm not a mom again, guys. We but should just preface the entire Kobe we are Emily. Not parents, so we're not parents. But <laughs> we have a lot of family members who are parents. Yes. I have a lot of my close friends, have kids. All of these kids from the baby age have their own bed. Yes. They have their own bed next to the parents' bed in the same room, at least for the first year. At least that's what my friends told me in case the baby cries. It's easier, right? Mm-hmm. You hear it. None of these babies sleep with the parents. None. None. I would never, I would be afraid I'm going to freaking, you know, turn around and sleep on the baby. Yeah. Family bed is a thing. Not in my family, but I know there's a lot of celebrities that are talking about family bed and this and that. But those beds are huge. Beds are huge. But my argument would be, I think Emily wanted to 
sleeper to take Kobe to the hotel room that first night to make sure the connection was there because it's really important for mom and dad to be on good terms and have a solid connection so we could raise this kid. Like, if you're worried about mom and dad time and you're worried about banging, shouldn't you be worried about sharing a bed with mm-hmm. your husband? Like, is that why you guys went to the hotel room? Because you knew once you got to the basement, there wasn't going to be a room for the three of you? Well, and that is my second thought, right? Once she kicks Kobe out because there's no space for him, even though there was space, come on. He goes no, and there lays wasn't down. there was space. There was no space. You don't need to be sleeping three to a bed, I don't think. No, but there was space for him. You could have made it work. Yeah, that's The what question I'm is, should you have made it work? And if you did, how long do you make that work for? Till he graduates and goes to college? <laughs> no, they need to go and buy him a, a kitty bed. But my second point was that once she kicks him out, he goes to this other room and there is a big ass regular size the, the bed adult bigger. people bed. Yeah, the bed looked bigger. <laughs> and so I'm telling you, it's this control thing. Why aren't they in this big ass bed? Or push the two beds together? No, no, that make oh. a what? <laughs> let let Coben sleep in this small bed next yeah. to you or something. Yeah, like, a I crib. don't get it. Yeah, a crib or, but you could put mega bed. You know, like mega desk. You mm-hmm. could put the beds together, make mega bed. <laughs> Everybody wins. So yeah, I questions. don't know. So many questions. So many questions. Again, not parents, but a married couple and find it pretty important to share a bed with yes. my wife. Yes. And I would imagine Kobe feels the same. And let's just touch on this for a second because it just popped into my head. There's the thought that Kobe is a little jealous or sad that Emily has the special bond with Coben via breastfeeding, right? Mm. Now you're kicking the dad out of the room. This special bond continues. Now mommy and son sleep together, right? <laughs> so where's Kobe's special bond with his son? There's the breastfeeding. There's the shared bed. All that's mom's son. There's no bond between father, son, and Emily is the mm-hmm. reason of this. It's sad. It's frustrating. Very sad. Yeah. Well, well, we'll see what's going to happen Ooh. with them because A, Coben needs his own bed. B, just sleep in that bigger bed, you two. Like, I, I don't get it. Like, yeah. is that a guest room? How many guests are you getting? Like, what's, go- what's going on? And let me say that. And the more we talk about it, it's great that we talk about it because I think these things through. I get it actually now. Emily was alone for 17 months. Mm-hmm. So she probably wanted to sleep with her child because she was she probably felt alone. My fiance is in another country. I have nobody here. So sure, I'll share a bed with my kid instead of my husband. Now dad slash husband is here. Well, we got to yes. make some adjustments. We got to well, compromise here. And I think now it's going to be tough because the kid is a little bigger and he's used to sleeping with mom. Yeah. Yeah. But again, you can break routine. To say, oh, well, it's the routine. It's the routine. We got to stick with the routine. Really? For how long? Until the kid says, <laughs> until the kid says, no, you're the adult. Say the routine is done. You're 17 months old. The routine is over. Or get bunk beds and give Coben the top bunk and mom and dad can sleep in the bottom bunk. Yeah, I, I was sleeping alone since ever since I was a baby. Yeah. 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 Me too. Yeah. We turned Did out Did you fine. have a crib? <laughs> yeah, I had a crib, I'm I sure. I had a crib too. And then my parents just... They bought me a kitty bed, but I kept falling down. It was too tall. Yeah. It wasn't that. It was actually this tall. I'm yeah. showing you right now. Yeah. 
like a like a like a half a foot. Yeah, it's it's about a foot. But probably. my parents just removed the bed, and I was sleeping on a mattress for like a year. Yeah. And then I grew into the bed, and then I started watching shitty shows with my dad that I couldn't sleep for years because I was afraid. Mm-hmm. I kept traveling around the apartment. My parents had to lock the door. Okay. <laughs> Can we move but, on? Yeah. But. What? what? I did not sleep in my bed. Oh. <laughs> That's I only, my point. Yeah, I, I tried. Only, I tried. I tried too I when I got scared yeah. and I heard a noise. They sure, I would run into my parents' bed. Sure, but like not I, every night. I I became, I mean, I had this routine of my own that I developed when my parents locked their bedroom doors to prevent me from sneaking in. No, they were just having sex, Teresa. Well, maybe that too. I camped outside of their door. Oh. I was making these makeshift beds yeah. on the floor. And so I could be close to them. My, I know that was my dad's idea. My mom was always like, look at her, like, poor baby, let her sleep with us. And my dad was like, absolutely fucking not. And who won that argument? My dad. Exactly. Because <laughs> it was probably the right argument. And it was. Yeah. Look at me now. Me I, I'm married. So I'm sleeping with you. So independent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on. We spent way too long on... Emily and Cody. I mean, we had a lot to say. There's a lot to talk about. A lot to say. Okay. Let's talk about, again, it's going to be another kid conversation here. Bilal and Shida. Ah, okay. Shida, she's been in the new home for a few days. She's excited. She's feeling good about the new spot. She met the family, but she knows there's things that still need to be worked out before she really commits to this, Mm -hmm. before they get married in the States, before she really settles down, right? And once again, she brings up that house beautiful house she's on cloud nine because of the house like really after that whole charade yeah hey. she loves promoting bilal's house <laughs> i mean it worked bilal's prank worked she's very grateful mm-hmm. of this house now it's just not necessarily the best look because now she looks like a little bit of a materialistic person which i don't believe she is no but Bilal is a control freak and let's talk about it because she's gonna meet his kids right Yusef and Zayna yes yeah they come over yes they're coming over and she wants to okay so this is where I was kind of like laughing because Shida said I want to show Bilal that I'm ready for motherhood so I'm gonna bond with these kids (laughs) well she needs to take a class read a book read a book on on bonding. bonding because that wasn't it. And I feel her. I feel her. I'll, I'll talk about it later. So the kids come. Everyone looks happy. They hug. And Bilal is it, it like, was family really, hug, family it, hug. Zeno was like, you smell good. It was cute. It was yeah. a nice, warm mm-hmm. welcome. And you think, oh, this is perfect. Instant family. Mm-hmm. And then there was this awkward silence. Yes. And I thought to myself, right, um, I can be very friendly with kids if I want, right? I would never let this awkward silence happen. I don't let it happen with my cousins. Yeah, I would keep say. talking until someone else starts talking. And you know who let it happen? It wasn't just Shida. No, no, it was Bilal it too. It was Bilal. Yeah, and it was sure. almost another, he would call prank, I would call test. Because if you saw, he's just in the background Arms crossed. Oh, yeah. Kind of just watching, observing, seeing, all right, let's see how she mm-hmm. deals with this. And I'm, I get it. She's probably nervous meeting the kids. But you can just be like, hey, kids, how, how was school? Or how right. is school going? Hey, do you guys have any, do you guys play any games? Like, what do you do for fun? What's your favorite food? I would freaking keep going and going and sure. going, right? I can keep going. 
she didn't say anything, which is fine, right? Yeah, she's so, shy. Yeah, and Duh. so Bilal is like, uh, I think Shida will be a great bonus mom for my kid. Mm-hmm. Saying it to the cameras, mm-hmm. right? Okay, let me ask you this. Is a bonus mom a thing to say? Uh, they're making that? it. They're making it a thing. Who says a bonus mom? Yeah, what would it be? A stepmom? Oh, yeah. Be a step- I mean, bonus mom sounds cooler, I guess. Sounds more 2022. I guess. But uh, to me, whatever. The nomenclature doesn't matter. I don't care what we call it. The the thing that kind of caught my attention was just how soon we're talking about this, especially in the presence of the kids. Mm-hmm. Because Yusef and, and Sh- uh, Yusef asked Shida, you want to go play some games in the basement? Mm-hmm. You want to go down? And, and this, is, this is what I was kind of like thinking. I'm sorry. Oh. Shida was like, um, you know what? I don't really like playing games, so I'm going to say not today. Yeah. Wrong. Just go with it, especially if you want to be a mom. Prove that you could be like, a that mom. Was so, that was so bad. I, was, I don't like playing games either, but if my cousin comes to me and is like, do you want to play with me? I will most likely say yes. I'll play a couple of rounds. I'll probably get into it, right? Sure. I would never say, um, I don't like games, so... Not today, okay? You're trying to, to make a, a kid. You're trying to make a good first impression. Yeah. All you want is kids. You want to mm-hmm. be a mom. So you, yeah, you suck it up and you go, I'm going to do whatever it takes to make myself like the world's best bonus mom. Yeah. And you can get into games. Like, I don't like games either, guys. I really don't. But there are a few things I like. I would, I love playing pool, right? Mm-hmm. There's certain games I would play. Yes, I don't like sitting down playing Monopoly because. I get very much into that and I get very competitive and I just turn it into this whole thing that I have to win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if the kid asks you to play Absolutely. on the first day that you meet them. And I'll cheat. You <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. You say yes. Of course you say yes. You say yes on the 10th day. Right. You say yes unless something else is on fire. Right. You're right. trying to prove to you that you're a good mom. You're trying to get along with the kids. But they're kids. Plus, it's also something to do. You're sitting there awkwardly, mm-hmm. have nothing to talk about. Here comes a lifeline. Hey, let's go play yeah, a game. I would be like, yes. Yes, finally. We don't have to sit here and stare awkwardly at, awkwardly at each other. We yeah, can go do an activity. What else do you want to do with the kids, Shida? Like, kids want to play. Well, they finally do. They go to the basement. They start playing pool. And this is where I go, Shida is pedal to the metal, gas all the way down, just trying to become this bonus mom or mom because she she asked the kids, oh, what do you call your mom's husband? Mm-hmm. And they call him by his first name, Ron or yeah, Bill or whatever it is. And Shida's like, okay, well, I'd like to be called Umi, which means mother. And too soon. Too soon, right? Like, it's too early for that conversation, whether that's the right name for you because it shows respect or what, whatever it is, it doesn't need to be the first 20 minutes you meet them say, call me mom. After, you, so she went from, yeah, I don't want to play a game. I'm not a game person. Not today, but call me mother, please. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was too soon and I get it in, in time I could totally see because I don't think she's necessarily saying i'm trying to take the role of your mom she's just saying this is a nice name it's a sign of respect 
But it's a conversation that could be had a month from now. Yeah. Two months from now. They just met you. After you finally beat them in pool, maybe you can earn that yeah, name. Yeah, bond with them first. Like, yeah. 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 And so the kids are like, well, for now, we'll call her Shida. We'll, we'll see about Well, that makes Umi sense. The I'm with the kids. But then Zayna asks if Shida wants kids of her own. And she goes, eventually, you'll have to ask your dad. And Bilal's like, do you guys want brothers or sisters? You got? Why are we having this conversation with kids the first day you meet Umi? Well, didn't, so didn't Bilal kind of like throw it back to her like, well, they asked you a question. Oh, did? I have a feeling he did. did. He when she have. was like, well, that's something your dad has to decide. He's like, well, they asked you a question. Yeah. Again, not a Standing conversation. In the, I, I think he enjoys just watching. Just He likes to create try, chaos. Yeah, step back watching and, her trying to figure out these situations. Yeah. Oh, He's like a puppet master. Right. It's all a game for him is to throw her into these uncomfortable situations and see how she reacts. And oh then say, gosh. you better be grateful that you're in this uncomfortable situation. Right? It's, it's so mind-boggling to me. Bilal's like, well, we'll think more about it. Obviously, only Allah decides, but we'll, we'll try to decide if it's something that happens in the future. All these conversations don't need to be happening on day one, don't need to be happening on day one with the kids. Mm-hmm. It was just so inappropriate to me, I Yeah, that was, that was a lot. Right? That was a lot, yeah. So then, new day. Shida FaceTimes her sister, Judai. And she's like, things, they've been going well, but it's been a lot. And there's things we need to still figure out. Wedding details, figure out the bonus mom role, bio mom role. Did you see that big ass infinity heart sign above the bed that says Bilal and Shida? Oh, yeah. It's not our style, Teresa. (laughs) Okay. Speaking of cheesy. (laughs) Yes. Not our style. So cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. I, would, like, I, I have to take lactate before I watch their segment <laughs> because it is so full of cheese. I could understand photos. Like, yeah, put photos of yourself of during your six days you've ever spent together. Yeah. But that big ass metal sign with the date and the names and like the heart that's turned into the infinity it's sign. Not our, it's not our decor. There's uh, a, it's, not our, it's not our taste. Uh, okay. No, <laughs> no. But okay, no. so Shada talking to Judai and says, Bilal keeps avoiding the conversations about making me a mom. How do you know it's Judai? I think it's Judy. She was saying, I'm just saying what Shada was saying. Oh, really? It was probably, it could have been her accent. I liked it though when she was like Judai. I like Judai. Okay. It makes me think of Hey Jude. Mm-hmm. At the end, it's like, Judai, 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 Judai. That's what I kind of thought. <laughs> My favorite part of that song. But anyway, Bilal just keeps giving shy to the runaround, right? He apparently used to say he would be open to having more kids. And that's really an issue. If months ago he was saying, yeah, more kids, sure. Saying whatever he thinks she wants to hear. And now he's changing his mm-hmm. tune. That's an issue, right? And Judai says, Bilal had his life already. This is your life together now. You have needs, you love the fancy house, you love the bags, but you want a human. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, 
Okay. I mean, Paul, I don't know how to feel about that statement. I mean, she does love the fancy house. She loves his Louis Vuitton bags. But she wants a human. Well, a baby, a she little human. A, she wants a baby, yeah. And, and Shida starts to cry. She gets emotional because her family, they have kids, and she wants kids of her own. I get it. She's been talking about kids for a while. And Bilal, I don't understand why he's against it because... He's not old. He's in his 40s, right? He has a decent job, so he can afford to have one more child. Yeah. So why not? I mean, 42 is not a spring chicken. He could biologically have another child, but maybe he doesn't. I mean, meanwhile, up in Michigan, Gino's trying to get his boys going, Uh. and he's in in his 50s. That's very true. That's very true. Either way, back to the three C's, have the conversation. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe before the Nika ceremony, like you guys are married in your faith already. You should have had these conversations and decided what you wanted to do first. Well, I'm sure they did have those conversations because I'm sure that Shaira has been asking and I'm sure he kept saying, yeah, sure, yeah. Like in the future, we'll talk about it in the future, we'll, we'll discuss in the future, we'll get back to it. And now he's like, well, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll talk. Yeah. Yeah. He, right. She made it seem like he's changing his tune. Yes. A little bit, which I guess I could see. But to me, I don't look at Bilal and go, oh, he would tell Shida anything just to get her over here. He thinks he's so good. He, Mm -hmm. he thinks, oh no, I don't have to change my thoughts, my actions, anything. And she'll still love me. So I don't think it's the, oh, I'm going to tell you what you want to hear. And then not give it to you. So I don't know. Maybe it's another test. Maybe he's trying to see if, okay, if I'm going to test her, I'm going to say, play that right. I don't want kids. Is she going to stay right. with me? <laughs> Is she here for me Teresa, or for the a, child? It's not a test. It's a prank. <laughs> okay. Get it right. How dare you yeah. call it a oh, test. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe he's pranking her again. Yeah. That's a good thought. Right? Yeah. All right. That is Bilal and Shida. Before we move any further, we need to take a break. I'm going to need another beer to talk about these next couples. So let's take a quick break and we'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. Do you want to cheers? You want cheers to fresh beers? Cheers to fresh beers. Cheers to fresh beers. Cans. Uh, nostra vie. Cans. Nostra vie. <laughs> okay. Uh, I got a fresh beer because we have to talk about Ari and Vinny. All right, let's do it. Not a lot happened, but we learned a few things. Oh, I think a lot happened, Teresa. I think plenty happened that we need to discuss here. All right. All right, Jonathan. They landed in in JFK. They're in the Big Apple. Terminal 4. Been there, done that. Terminal 4? Mm-hmm. Really? Did they say that or you just know that's the international? No, I saw it. That's that's the international. So Fred and Janice are there to pick them up. Janice with a, with a homemade sign worthy of a Justin Bieber concert. I love it. She looked like she was riding the rails at a JB Wait show. Wait for your coming to the Czech Republic. Well, welcome to the USA, Binium. <laughs> Very official. Yeah, and she also had straight out of the July 4th starter pack on Amazon, she had those light up oh, red, yeah. white, and blue glasses. She was into it. Classic. Fred, no spirit. Fred, no, not excited at well, all, really. Fred only met Baby once before. Yeah, but throw on a throw on an Uncle Sam hat or something. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> have, have a little American flag or oh, something. Like, welcome to America shirt. Yeah, get into it, Fred. Yeah. Come on. But they 
They pick him up. Benny, if you want to talk about outfits, he's rocking his Ethiopian attire. Mm-hmm. It looked like the World Cup was going on right there in JFK. It was like Janice in the red, white, and blue versus <laughs> Benny in the red, yellow. And I was like, yeah. and Ari and, and the baby baby, they were rocking the Ethiopian yeah. traditional outfits too. I like yeah. it. So they jump into the van and they're on their way. They go to the apartment where they're going to be staying. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you one thing, right? Shida says she's on cloud nine. Mm. Now, Janice said she's on cloud nine. Oh, she did? Yes. Why are you on cloud, cloud nine? Why not on like cloud five? Mm. I don't know. I did not invent the <laughs> saying. Cloud nine. It's just a saying. I don't know where it originated from. Because but it's, yeah, you'd think it'd be like even cloud 10. Like 10 just, seems like the ultimate or number. Or just be on a cloud. I'm, a, I'm, I'm floating on a cloud. Yeah, I don't know. Right? Yeah. Call Cloud in. nine. Call in if you guys know. <laughs> I like how we make fun of people for not Googling things. You could have just Googled it, but instead you wanted to embarrass me on the podcast. No, I literally just thought of it. Okay. This also comes bite you in the belt because you never want to discuss the podcast. Excuse me? Bite me in the belt? <laughs> in the butt. In your ass, uh, Jonathan. It's going to bite you in your right, ass. I got to put that E symbol on this podcast. Because every single time I want to discuss something about the podcast prior to the podcast, you're like, Shh, save it for a podcast. So now I saved it for a podcast. Well, and now the- you're like, Teresa, I can't believe you just embarrassed me on the air. I hate to burst your bubble, but Cloud9 has nothing to do with the podcast. <laughs> you, could, you could have asked me before. Okay. Speaking of nobody Googling Anything on this show, you not Googling it, 90 days not Googling it, research, curiosity. They get to this apartment and Ari's like, oh, I've never seen it before, so it's going to be a surprise. You don't ask for pictures, Ari? If my mom said, oh, I rented you guys an apartment, I'd be like, cool, send me the link. Send me photos. Send me the address. I'm going to Google Earth it. Yeah, like we go on vacation with my parents. I'm like, send me the link. Send me the Airbnb link. I want to check it out. We I always pick my- drop ourselves and we walk around the Airbnb yeah. and Google, Google Maps. Street View. Yeah. yeah I want to pick my bedroom out before I get there. <laughs> and Ari's like, yeah, never seen it. Don't care. Yeah. And they walk in. Pretty big apartment. Two bedrooms. Mm-hmm. Fully stocked kitchen. Keurig carousel ready to go. Janice got them a bed. It's all set up. Wi-Fi, TV. Mm-hmm. And just to get you a perspective, a friend of mine lived in New Jersey in a two-bedroom apartment. Uh, you can't even, yeah, I don't know. Every town in Jersey is different. Uh, yeah. This was closer to New York City, right? Yeah. Princeton is south. But for a two-bedroom apartment, two-bedroom, one-bathroom, yeah. in New Jersey, close to New York City, they paid $3,500. Yeah, they're not paying three and a half for this. They're those, not. But they're definitely paying over two. You think so? Oh, yeah. We should have looked Princeton? it up. Yeah, I mean, Absolutely. maybe. Absolutely. We should have looked it up. Um, yeah, Avi's got his own room, got a basketball hoop and a scooter. It's a nice setup. Mm-hmm. And Fred, Fred kind of shades, kind of shades the Ethiopian apartment when he goes, pretty good, right? Compared to your attempt at an Ethiopian <laughs> apartment. This was actually, Savage. This was actually pretty good, right? <laughs> so I misunderstood a lot. Yes, I know what you're going to say. I thought, and this is probably also comes from my wild fantasy. 
Not fantasy wild. <laughs> Imagination, no I guess. <laughs> Give me that beer. You don't need any more. I thought that Janice and Fred live in the same apartment complex. So they're going to be neighbors in yeah. the complex. And the reason why they live there is because they had to sell their house because Ari and Baby made them file for bankruptcy. That This is your wild fantasy. <laughs> this is my <laughs> my wild imagination, I yeah. guess. Half of, some of it is true. They apparently did file for bankruptcy. Yes. They don't live in the same complex. And it's in my mind, learned. in my mind, it was like a townhome complex where there was a bunch of different buildings mm-hmm. and maybe Fred and Janice lived in one building. Then down the road over three speed bumps, Ari and Benny would live. That was sort of my idea. Turns out, no, this is five minutes down the road from Fred mm-hmm. and Janice. So they're not neighbors, but they live in the same town, yes. it seems like. So Janice got them a year lease. Okay. Mm-hmm. Paid the down payment, paid the security deposit, first month cable, electric, even sprung for the fast Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> even went all in on that fast Wi-Fi. Oh, Jenny. And Jenny goes, we'll need to discuss when you guys take over the bills. Well, Ari got upset and I kind of understand it a little bit because yeah. apparently Ari and Benny, they asked, hey, can you find us like a one bedroom? And Jenny's did, but she decided that it's too small. Yeah. Yeah. Which, again, I, I get it too, but Ari was saying, we didn't have to live in such a big apartment and we don't have to live in this expensive neighborhood. We don't have to have the fastest Wi-Fi. How are we going to pay for it? And Ari, maybe you should have asked for a link to the listing so you would have known all this before Janice signed the lease. Or how about Ari, you find the apartment, right. Right. send your mom a few options that you could possibly potentially afford in the future, have your mom check it out for you That's to make great. sure there are not cockroaches crawling all over the place. Eh, it comes with the territory. Oh, go, a roach or two. I mean, yeah, that's fine. I'll take a roach or two. But, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> now I, I sort of do feel bad for Ari because Janice went above and beyond, found this expensive place, and is eventually going to make Ari pay for it. Mm-hmm. Well. If, if that's the case, then yeah, I side with Ari. If Janice is going to subsidize it until maybe a year from now or longer. And I think she will. Then fine. But if you actually put a deadline on it and say, look, Ari, look, Benny, in three months we're done paying for this. That's on you, Janice. Then you should have found the place mm-hmm. for 800 a month or whatever. Or maybe she'll be paying half or something. Right. Maybe because, they'll make a deal. Because as we saw with Emily and Kobe, everyone mm-hmm. could sleep in one bed. You could have gotten <laughs> you could have gotten a studio apartment. Everyone could have slept in one bed. So I rarely side with Ari. I'm going to side with Ari here. But in that same breath, I'm going to say, Ari, you should have done some legwork. You should have mm-hmm. done some research and found your own place that you can afford and then well, send it to I mom. Well, I feel like Ari doesn't do anything. She doesn't even hold the baby. Most of the time. I saw one time today she was pushing the stroller. Yeah. For like 10 seconds as she goes like, hey, dad, do you want to you push the stroller? <laughs> yeah, you caught that too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then just at the end, we learn how much is in their savings. They have a few thousand bucks, which, okay, not, not terrible, but not enough. If you're just coming to the States need to pay for immigration, mm-hmm. live in a two-bedroom mm-hmm. in Jersey. That's not going to last yeah, and you. And she's aware of it. Like yeah. The whole immigration process, if you have a slightly difficult case or if you just don't want to 
to understand the paperwork like we didn't, you end up hiring a lawyer. So on top of all the immigration fees. For us, the immigration fee was 1800 so yes, just to file the, the paperwork. T- yeah, 1800 yeah, yeah. the first time. That's not with the lawyer. That's, no. Yeah. That's no. separate from all. That's just literally what the government wants is 1800 Yeah, bucks. and then, then over 3000 I think it was like 3500 for the lawyer. Yes. And this was just one part of the process. Like it is, it is expensive. Yeah, and I would advise that they get a lawyer. Yeah. And like, at l- let's say at least with a lawyer, you can kind of make a payment plan. That's one thing. With immigration, you cannot make a payment plan. As far as I know, you have to have the funds to pay for it mm, once because yeah. you have to prove that you can take care of the foreigner. I wonder. It's a one-time payment. Did Fred and Janice, did they sign for Benny? They must have. She has no she money. She has no income. They right? must have co-signed and co-sponsored Benny. Maybe, yeah, maybe we're forgetting that. but Especially in New Jersey because it, it I think it ranges state by state how much you have to make. It's super low though. It should Is be it? much higher. Well. The the number, and I don't want to put a number out there because I don't remember, but it's, I'll say what it's not. It's not like 50000 a year. No. It's not even half that, I don't think. So how are you supposed to How can you, right, the provide idea, for you and someone else? The idea of the of this whole sponsorship is that either you as the American have to prove that you have certain amount of funds that you can take care of yourself and the foreigner that you won't need anything from the state. So right. you cannot apply for food stamps. You cannot apply yeah, for no any support. Government right? assistance, yeah. Okay, if it's 20 grand, how do you support yourself? It might be a little more than that. Another person. Yeah, it might be a little more than that, but yeah, I know. When in, I s- in the state like New Jersey. Because I remember when we were covering Nicole of Nicole and Azen, mm-hmm. she needed to ask for Robable's help. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. And we looked it up and it was, again, I don't want to say the number because it'll be wrong. But it was significantly less You're than right. two people You're, could I survive, remember. than two people could live on independently. Sure, if you live at home. Yeah. But then that's someone else helping you. So I don't, I don't know. Well, she has no job. Ari. So definitely, yeah. yeah. Jenny's and Fred are definitely co-signing or they co-sponsoring yeah. this. Yeah. So we'll see. It's going to be interesting. I'm happy Benny is here in the States. Yeah. See that we see there in New York mm-hmm. next episode. So, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, I'm more let's. judging him because he did the one thing I uh, hate about New York. I can't stand I, I like the hustle. I appreciate a street performer. But on the subway, on Have the subway. Have they ever kicked you? They've come very close. Me. They've come they very close. kick me yeah. and I get topist. Oh, I, I would be furious. Yeah, if you guys missed it or don't know what we're talking about, Benny was dancing on the poles on the subway. No. The subways are if, very tight If to you begin live with. in New York City, that's, that's the one thing you hate. You hate the subway dancers. Yeah, because you're just trying to get home. <laughs> you don't want to be bothered. Someone heckling you for money and, yeah, having to dodge roundhouse kicks to the face after a long day. No. And the worst thing when they were just, sometimes they're just practicing. They're not putting up a show. They're just right. practicing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's so, that's yeah. literally, that's how I got kicked. Not good. Not that good. That person needed more practice. Yes. Yeah. All right. That's Ari, Benny, Avi, Fred, Janice. Let's go to Patrick and Thais. Ooh, a new couple alert. New couple alert. Patrick's at home with his brother, John. And Patrick has a surprise for Thais. 
Therese's eyes, hold on, let me pick them up off the floor because they are rolling out of her head right now because it's an ankle biter. It's an ankle biter of a what, dog. What, ki- what kind of a know. dog is that? I don't know. You guys know. Let us I know. almost felt like you should have gotten a rabbit instead. You're really into rabbits all of a sudden. Why? I did have a rabbit when I was a we kid. We saw one on TV yesterday, I think. Yeah, and but we like, saw those big rabbits. Can we get a rabbit? Can we get a rabbit? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Does Thais want this dog? Does Thais want a dog? Did he just think this was a good idea to just... I mean, I get the thought behind it. I like it. He said, I have to work. She's going to be home alone a lot because she won't be able to do anything. Yeah. Here is a little friend. A little fur friend? Yeah, a little fur friend. So I, I get it. That was a nice move. Okay. All right. So he, he got the little ankle biter of a dog for her. And then we meet Thais. 25... From Brazil. Intelligent. Yes. Smart. Yes. And cool. So cool. <laughs> yes. And we learn a couple of things about her. I mean, no. I also feel like it must be tough. Let's say if someone said, hey, John, introduce yourself. Say something about yourself. What, mm. what would you even say? Probably say I'm intelligent. Maybe say it's smart and probably let you know I was cool too. <laughs> right. Those three adjectives. Probably sum it up. I don't know what I would say about myself. I would probably be like, yeah. Hey, everyone. My name is Teresa. Oh, hello. I'm from the Czech Republic, oh, nice as you, you can hear. Yes. That's my bit. That's my bit. I was wondering what that I, I always, was I always say yeah. that. Okay. And uh, I think I'm pretty cool, hardworking. Oh, hello. Um, I love Mexican food, but also Chinese food. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not big on Korean, but I don't know why. Hmm. Um, Korean barbecue is good. Yeah, Korean barbecue is good. You're right. Uh, What else would you say about yourself? um, I work out when I can, but I mean, it's not it's not that often. It's not as often as I would like. Yeah, yeah. Now you're just reading your Tinder bio. (laughs) (laughs) I love fashion. Oh, hello. I spend way too much money on clothes. But I also donate to Goodwill when they don't fit me. Let's talk about Thais. <laughs> okay. You see, but it's tough. It's tough to introduce yourself. Yeah. I'm going to work on it. Yeah. I'm going to introduce myself again next time. One of the words she did not use was humble. Thais, not you. No. <laughs> um, okay. So we learned she's never dated or even spoken to an American before. That's good. That's why almost why a is good, that good? That's a good sign in a way that she wasn't trying to meet uh, one. Well, she could be lying too. That's very One true. of her three descriptors is not honest, so she could be lying. <laughs> she confirms they met on Tinder. You assumed yeah. rightfully that they met on Tinder. I love Tinder. Shout out to Tinder. That's where we met. Patrick asked her to dinner, which is pretty aggressive for Tinder. It is. I, I'll be honest. If you asked me to dinner, I would say no. It's too much of a commitment. Such a big commitment. We didn't go to dinner probably till our fourth date. Yeah, you're right. We were snacking while drinking on like a second or third date. First date, beers at the bar. Second date, museum. And mm-hmm. then beers. Third date, ice skating. And then beers. <laughs> Do you see a trend here, folks? And we're drinking beers right now. Yeah, but dinner was, yeah, it's such a commitment. It is because if the date sucks, then if you... the service is slow, now yeah. you're screwed. Such a commitment for a first date. But they they Real went bad. to dinner. And not just a strange Tinder date, a strange Brazilian mm-hmm. date is when a guy asks a woman to dinner. And so she doesn't really speak English, right? He... Yeah. 
thought himself Portuguese. His dad's Brazilian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I don't think, I think he maybe had some base. Mm -hmm. But when they met on the first date, I don't think they had a lot to talk about. Yeah, that's a good point because I think he learned it for her. Yeah. That's a really, really good point. Right. What was that dinner date like if he was just getting started with Portuguese? The classic Google Translate? Maybe. Maybe. And can I say I almost wish we had the Google, the translator egg or the Google Translate because when they're speaking Portuguese, it's so hard to take notes. So hard to take so notes. So at least the translator, you had two opportunities. You could read the subtitles or you could wait for it to play mm -hmm. back to you and then you can get the notes. Guys, as podcasters, I'm trying to take notes on this show. It's very hard when they're speaking another language. Yes. Because you can't. It's hard to take a note and look at the screen at the same time. Yes. But yeah. big kudos to Patrick yeah. for freaking learning Portuguese because I don't think that's an easy language. Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. And just for someone to learn within freaking 14 months yeah. to the point that they are having conversations. That's it, fabulous. It's the power of the pussy, Teresa, because his dad is Brazilian. Did he learn it for his dad? No, he learned it for a woman. Well, I clearly don't have that power because your check <laughs> is not that no, it's great. because you speak English. That's true. If you didn't speak English, <laughs> then I would be forced to learn Czech. But he learned it for this girl. He didn't learn it for his dad. I mean, kudos. I mean, kudos. same thing. I'm sure his dad speaks English. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, so cut to Thais going to see her grandma, Grandma Maria. We learn she's very close to her family. Her and her grandma eat lunch together every day. All right. They they all live in a neighborhood mm -hmm. together. We find out when she was 11, her parents divorced. And then tell me if I'm getting this right. After they divorced, they had they gave birth to her sister. Something like that. Five years later, I think they gave birth yeah. to her sister. Now they all live in the same neighborhood. Wait, wait. After they divorced? I know. That's yeah. what it sounded like. I, I don't know. But now she has a sister, Mimi. Sister, grandma, they all live in the same neighborhood, very close. And so everyone's sad that she's going to the States. Grandma knows the truth, I think. Mm -hmm. Grandma knows she's going to the States to marry Patrick. Mm -hmm. Dad, who Thais is close with, does not know this. Yes, he doesn't know. And she's planning on telling him the truth. Like right now, she just says she's traveling. Yeah. Well, the, the plan is to tell him now, right? Yes. The, fa the father, Carlos, he comes over and the plan is to tell him now, hey, told you I was going to the States on vacation. I'm actually going there for good. But he doesn't even like the idea of her going there on a trip because he's, he's a little nervous what could happen mm -hmm. to a girl like you in a place like America. And. He said, well, I only met Patrick about two to three times. That's way more than any of these other foreigners or Americans meet their parents. It is. But isn't it a little strange that they only met two or three times if he's been there 14? True. I could see, okay, half the time. I'm not, listen, I'm not going to go see your dad every time, but I'll, every other time I'll say hi. He only Yeah, but let's twice? say at least at the beginning you're kind of dating you true, true. The parents all the time. But if you've been somewhere, if, imagine I like, went to check 14 times and I only said hi to your parents twice. It's a no. little strange. Very strange. So, yeah, I don't think Carlos is very open to Patrick. And so probably in return, Patrick's not very open mm -hmm. to Carlos. But she tells dad, I'm traveling to America. 
Not sure how long I'm going to stay, but I'll be back. And if I don't like it, I'll buy a ticket the next day and I'll come back. So she's not telling dad. No. She's not telling dad the truth. Because she doesn't want to break his heart. Yeah. And then we see Father Carlos giving an interview to the camera. Just crying. Getting more emotional than Kobe meeting his son, really. Mm -hmm. A lot of tears this season so far on 90 Day. Yeah, very emotional. He's, He's crying. It's always heartbreaking to see that. But she doesn't tell the truth. The next day... Patrick is getting ready to pick Thais up at the airport. Mm-hmm. He got his facial. He lost some weight. Check. He got his bag waxed. Check. He got a pocket dog. Check. New outfit. Haircut. Rolex. He's, he's ready. He's ready. He's also got champagne on ice that he's been holding on to for a year. He got it when they were engaged. And surprisingly, John didn't butt chug it during one of his <laughs> drunken ragers. Or he did so, and bought a new one. So that's a win. Yeah. Um, okay. So Patrick gets to the airport. Flowers in hand. Although those flowers looked like an arugula salad to me. I didn't. I was not a fan of those flowers. But at least he didn't come empty-handed. Yeah. Those, yeah. Yeah. I don't. I didn't pay attention. No. As I never do. They weren't for me. You're not a flower girl. I'm not a flower girl. Yes. He's he's really only hoping that she's not too tired for sex. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's all he's looking forward to is a little, little smash sesh. Yes. So she arrives, yes. and I'm Patrick o. doesn't see her. I'm o. I'm o. <laughs> and he finally saw her. Right. She very carefully dropped the luggage. Did you see it? She yes. didn't drop it and ran. She. Dropped it mm. and ran. So what's in the bag, Thais? Something's what's in the bag in the because bag? that was a very, very soft drop. <laughs> they embrace and Thais comments that Patrick looks good. Yeah. The I, haircut I think she paid off. loves the way he looks. The facial looks good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Soft back. Soft, soft, smooth back. So Patrick asks about dad. And did he bring you to the airport? What's going on? And she's playing all coy because she's not going to be honest with Patrick right now and say, yeah, I didn't tell dad that we're getting married. Right? Well, apparently Patrick thinks that the dad loves him, that dad oh, thinks yeah. he's so cool. But the truth is that dad does not like him. And yeah. so she didn't want to break dad's heart about moving to America. And she doesn't want to break Patrick's heart about Dude, no, my dad doesn't like you. Yeah. Not even thinking you're cool. Yeah, yeah. So in the car, Patrick's like, I told John we were going to have a quickie when we get home. <laughs> uh, and Thais is like, oh, sex, sex in America. All right. Is is John close to our room? Mm-hmm. Will, he, will he hear things? Yeah. Yeah. She's loving the Tesla. Loving the Tesla. Who's not? But she's not loving the idea of John. Yeah. Fo- I'm going to call him Faux Jangles. Why? Because he's like Bojangles, <laughs> but he's Bojangles. He's he's a fake Bojangles because he's what living. What about Joe Jangles? Why Joe? Because he's John. No, but do you know the term faux? No. It's fake, like a fake, uh, oh. a knockoff, a ripoff. It's faux. So it's faux Jangles. He lives. He lives. Really? He lives with them. He's a partier. He's out, he just doesn't howl like a wolf. But other than that, very okay. Okay. Bojangles. Yeah. But Thais is like, yeah, I'll try to live in the house with John. We'll see. If it doesn't work out, I'll move back to Brazil. Okay. Maybe that's and maybe that's why she didn't tell dad the plan because 
that looks bad. Hey, Dad, I'm going to go marry this guy and, and move to the States a week later. Just kidding. <laughs> Coming back, right? So maybe it's smart. I mean, I don't think it is smart. I think honesty is always the best policy, mm-hmm. but maybe it'll work out if things don't work out that she can go back and doesn't have to answer all the True. questions. True. But honestly, if things are going well, John needs to move out eventually. Yeah. Oh, I completely agree. And I support them living together now. Yeah. But as long as they don't share a bed like Kobe, Coben, and Emily, I'm not going to be too upset. No. Yeah. Well, but I'm here for it because oh, yeah. I think gonna John's going to be the one who's going to bring the drama. It's going to be wild. Can't wait. Okay. Last. No. no. Two more. Jeez. What are we doing here? I know. I kept telling you. Like, I forgot. Dude, we have so many couples. I forgot. Okay. Kara and Guillermo. They're heading to Kara's mom's house. And Guillermo has met mom, Rana, before. But he's going to meet the rest of the family. He's going to mm-hmm. meet Uncle Mike and Kara's brother and also pick up Kara's dog, Cheeky. I don't understand what Kara's trying to do all the time. Like, she is she trying to scare the shit out of him all the time? Yeah, my uncle's definitely going to threaten to beat you up. <laughs> like, what? Like Wait, if, why, why, why are we going? Why, if I'm why are we on going? the way to meet your family and you would be like... Yeah, my my aunt's definitely gonna grab grab you by the head and like hit you. Yeah, he's hit definitely you on gonna the get. Yeah, gonna I would be like, uh, I'm not going. Right, you do the opposite. <laughs> you know in the back of your head, oh, my family's gonna interrogate the shit out of you, but you don't say that. You're gonna be like, oh yeah, my family's cool, they're chill. Yeah, but you you lie fine. the other I'm way. There. I'm there for you. Yeah, I feel I feel bad for him. I kind of do. I kind of do. I'm just more confused. Yeah. What is the tactic? What's the angle about trying to scare him? Because he wasn't that crazy. Mike wasn't that bad. I almost feel like she's, she is trying to scare him in a way that I don't know how to explain it, but I almost understand what she's doing. I just don't know how to put it into words. The only thing I could see is she loves being the mother. She loves being in Mm -hmm. control. And by scaring him, it's almost scaring him into her arms. Yes. Oh, you're going to need me to protect you. Mm-hmm. You stick with me, kid. You'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah, let the night play out. Don't put any preconceived notions into his head. Just go there. Have a good time. Let him be relaxed because don't you want him to make a good first impression? If he's nervous... He's going to make a bad first impression. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad, but they got there. They all hug it out, right? And Mike is like, I feel I know you already. I've been stalking your Instagram. <laughs> I was like, damn, Mike. <laughs> Looking good for you. This guy's like 60 like years keeping old. keeping up with the trends. This guy's 60 years old on the gram. Yeah. Yeah, he used to be a private yes. eye. Yeah, he was a PI. Yeah. But Mike's like, all good. It, it looked good. It was, it was all good. Good stuff. You're safe for now. Yeah. But then he brings up the lack of employment, Guillermo's lack of employment. And Guillermo says, yeah, I got to figure that out because look at this beautiful house here. Like, I would love to have a house like this. Mm -hmm. You roll your eyes. Do you think that's a bad thing to say? I just feel like he shouldn't have even gotten there. I get it. Like, you see this beautiful house and it's something you want. But now you're, and I hate to put words in your mouth or to interrupt you, but your whole thing with Kobe was provide for my daughter mm-hmm. and now Guillermo's going yeah I want to be able to have a house like this that in a way is saying I want to be able to provide 
for your daughter or but your niece. But once again, he didn't say what he's what he's trying right. to do, right? Well, he needs and a he laptop was, first, Teresa. <laughs> yes, but he could be a bartender or a, or a waiter to begin mm-hmm. with. That's something he mm-hmm. has experience in, right? Yeah. And But say it. Say, hey, mm-hmm. I would love to have a beautiful house like this right. one day. What's the plan? One, once I get my paperwork, I'm going to start bartending. I'm going to start trying to find a job as a waiter. Maybe I want to become an IT person. I'm going to take some courses. Like, sure. have something. Right. And I almost right. feel like even if you don't want to be an IT, it's just an idea. Still say it and figure it out later. I, I just hope that there is something they want to do. Or some people love being bartenders. Maybe I'll work on my craft. I'll l- learn these cool cocktails. I'll work my way up. Maybe I'll open a bar one day. Like, dream big. Yeah, it's have good to have a, a plan. plan. It's definitely yeah. good to have a plan. But I could also see the compliment getting confused and him just trying to say, yes, yeah, a beautiful house. I'd love to have a house like yes. this. And then we're taking it as like, oh, he just wants to live in America in the big house. And doesn't- yeah, and I don't think that's what he was trying to say. I just no. think that he sees all of this, right? He never seen it before. And I get it. He, the beautiful hay and that big houses <laughs> and the hot Horses water. And, yeah, yeah. And hot water, yeah. He's like, oh my gosh, this is fabulous, right? But I don't think he's, he almost forget, is forgetting that you need to work really hard to keep those things, right? But again, they're in a position where they can't for, as we said, five months at least. So I know. think about not being able to do something for half a year. It's not going to be top of mind. It's not going to. Yeah. So the visa, you cannot work, right? You cannot do any of that, but you can take online courses. No one's stopping mm, you, you from study. taking online courses. You cannot apply for like an official university, you go, right? Right, right, right? But you can start taking, let's YouTube say, English university. lessons. You can watch YouTube. You can take an online course on something as long yeah. as they don't require you to be a citizen or a resident you can take online courses you can people in Czech can take an online sure. course in america and sure. just pay for it there are things he could do yeah and i'd be curious to hear what that plan is what does he want to do yeah so mike then asks if Kara is guillermo's first american mm. and now we're starting to tread on that old trope of like, are you just in this for the green card or what's going mm-hmm. on? Is Kara your first American? And he says, I've only kissed one American before. He said that he only kissed American oh, He's only before. kissed an American before. He's never like dated. Yeah. Or, okay. And Kara's brother says, well, what made Kara stand out then? And Guillermo says, one night I got sick and she took care of me. She brought me pills and held me. And it was like something a wife would do. Are you waiting for me to say that you did that? Yeah. yeah I am. Like, wh- what was it? Our second week or our third week day? Yeah, I thought you were ghosting me. Yeah, classic. I got strep throat because a woman I work with, like, forced me to eat her tomato soup. I was like, I don't like tomato what? soup. What? I never told you, you eat this. other people's tomato soup? Steph. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Steph at work. Oh, she was like a, she's like 15. Okay. Years. Steph had the biggest crash on John. I'm pretty sure she dropped the spaghetti in. And she was like, hey, John, do you want to share my, my tomato soup in it? Wait, drop spaghetti? Yeah. What? So you're yeah, like Lady and Trump. Like, oh, no. First of all, she's like, you know, fi- those two dogs? She's like 15 you years just, older like, than me. You touch her, touch her lips. Yeah. When you finish the spaghetti. But she had this she had this tomato soup and I You don't, hate tomatoes. Right. I don't like tomatoes. I don't like tomato soup. And 
she was like, you want to try it? And I was like, no, we were at our desk. And I was like, no, I can't stand tomatoes. And she goes, no, it doesn't taste like tomatoes. It tastes like marinara sauce. And I was like, well, I love marinara sauce. So now I'm intrigued. And so I got my own spoon. Good. And I dipped in this soup and I ate it and it was delicious. And then like two or three days later, I had the worst sore throat. It was after we had gone out. And I remember that night, Mm -hmm. it was like one of our early dates. That night we had plans to go out and I was not feeling good at all. I chugged Dayquil. I was taking pills because I just wanted to feel good enough to go on the date. Made it to the date. We got really drunk. Got really drunk. The next day we separated and I started to get worse and worse and worse feeling. And I called out of work and I was out of work for, yeah. You know why I thought you were ghosting me? Because that was the that was the sexy time night. Ooh, that was the time so, we did that the third C. And so I thought that all right, so we hung out a few times, we got drunk, we you know we bang it out, and now he's moving on. It's New York City. Yeah. it's classic. It's a classic New York move. Yeah. So I literally thought that's what you were doing, and yeah. I'm like, I'm not gonna be an asshole. I mean, you do you. I've done it too. You've done it. We all been there. Right? We all ghosted people. So I was kind of like. You know what? Fine. Bye. Uh, but you kept texting me. I kept texting you. I was. I felt awful. It was, it was one of the worst sicknesses in my life that I experienced. And I was out of work for like a week at least. And I remember when I finally got back to work, I talked to Steph and she was like, I was so sick. My daughter had strep throat. I was out. And I was like, that, you gave me strep throat. I'm sure when you put your spoon back in the soup. Yeah. And then I went. So meanwhile, that week I was off. I was texting you. Yeah. And, and so I was like, maybe he's really sick. Right. Because I didn't totally ignore you. I was no, just sick. No, you were talking and, to me. And you offered to bring me soup and you offered to get me medicine. Mm-hmm. And and I don't think I took you up on it because I was didn't. so sick and just felt so gross. I didn't want to see anyone. But I remember texting my mom and she had known about you at that point. And she was oh, like. Oh, that was, that was early. She was like, well, is Teresa taking care of you or what? And I was like, no, she offered to bring me soup and I don't want to see anyone now. And she's like, well, I think, I think that says a lot about her if she's willing to take care of you. And I think that was, that was like the early moments that my mm-hmm. mom started to love you. Oh, <laughs> so much love. Yes. But that, when you were taking care of me, that I actually always go back to one thing you did where I go, I know she's the one. What did I do? We went to Chicago Yes. Three months into our relationship. We went to Chicago and I forget what night it was. It was our first night there. One night there, we were just like super tired and we were like, let's just like stay in the hotel. Let's not go crazy. And we ordered food and you said you'd go and pick it up. Yeah. I probably needed to go to the bathroom. Right. Because that was was the trip where you were always running to the lobby to, to go to the bathroom. Um, and so you're like, I'll go pick it up. So we just ordered like pizza or Chicago hot dogs. Or, yes. It was yeah. portillos. Yeah. And so you went to pick it up and I just hung back. And when you came back to the room, you had brought like a 12 pack of beer yeah. back. And I was like, wow. I was like, I didn't ask her to get beer. We didn't talk about beer. She's just like, I'm getting hot dogs. and I'm going to pick up a case of beer and bring it back to the hotel room. And so we just sat in the hotel and drank beer. And I was like, mm-hmm. That's my girl. That's where we took our first photo. It was the face swap that, and we called Harissa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long story. We'll That's get, a long into, story. We'll get into yes. that another time. Yes. But that is, that is the moment Guillermo said, 
I think Kara is the one for me. She took care of me. She held me. She gave me pills. Beautiful, beautiful. Beautiful. All right. Last couple. Yes. You oh. mean the last family? Yes. This puts such a smile. It's a freaking family. This puts such a smile. Even her two sons. Such a beautiful <laughs> story. So, first morning in America. Muhammad's first morning in America. And, <laughs> and he, he says it's strange how quiet it is because he's used to someone on a microphone yelling, tomatoes, tomatoes. He's like, tomatoes, tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Every time this guy opens his mouth, we die. And thank you for that, Muhammad. Yeah. Loved it. Eve tells the camera after two years, it's what I always dreamed of, waking up with my king in my bed. And apparently they went to town. Mm -hmm. They did not get much rest that night. They got their cardio in. Yes. But Eve has to go to work. And first I was like, I mean, yeah, she could have taken a day off. I, that was what I wrote down. I go, you could have taken the day off to get him settled in. Yeah. It's his first day here. I get you got to make the money. Or but, fly him in here on Friday. But you can take a day off. If you really want to yeah. do numbers and logistics, you're getting paid from TLC. Even if it's only, say, a couple hundred dollars a day or an episode, yeah. you're still getting money that you didn't have before. You can take a day off and... Get him acclimated. Yes, but it seems like she works for herself. She's an acupuncturist, right? Yeah. So she probably doesn't want to lose any money or a client. I get it. I get it. I get it. Because I now she has to take care of all these kids. That's two, another mouth yes. to feed. And yes. But one day, it's not going to. One day's not going to make yeah. or break you. Yeah. And all Muhammad wanted was breakfast in bed. But now he's got to spend his first morning in America alone. But he's yes. got something to do. He's got an activity. To He's keep like, him busy. Maybe I will install the BD. Why are you <laughs> now you're just giving him a slow southern accent? <laughs> yeah. So, so he's like, yeah, maybe I'll put the bidet together. Before Eve leaves, though, she shows him the kitchen and what he can cook for breakfast. And he's like, I I thought you were gonna make me breakfast. Like this guy. You have to speak like him. I can't take it. I thought you were <laughs> going to make my breakfast. Like, he just wants a mom. He, oh, and he said it. My mom, I expected her to cook for me. <laughs> my mom cooks for me. I expect her to be here for my needs. Huh. Like my mom. Okay, you, please you don't speak like him. <laughs> These episodes will be four and a half hours long. <laughs> but... Yeah, he goes, I've been here for one day. I'm already missing my mother. Come on, man. Uh, <laughs> so cut to Muhammad trying to install the bidet. Not going well. Not going very well. And he's like, he said it. He's like, installing the bidet is not going well. <laughs> I cannot live without the bidet. <laughs> And who, like, how long was he trying? How long was he trying to install this thing? Because finally, Eve comes back home with Theron, right? And we learn Muhammad has chatted with Theron a lot mm -hmm. over video, but this is going to be the first time that they meet in person. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. They walk in, and we get another. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so Theron and Muhammad meet each other. 
it was it was pretty special. Yeah. And I loved when Muhammad said, Farron made me feel like I was home. Mm-hmm. That welcoming, that that yes, this is your home too. Is He's so like, nice. I always wanted a little brother. Oh boy. <laughs> Did he say that? No. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna say it's not your no. brother, brother. No, um, <laughs> and and Eve was loving it too. She couldn't anticipate a more beautiful welcome. So mm-hmm. it was nice. It was it nice. It was it was nice. And Muhammad says he has a surprise and he walks away to get something. I thought he was going to come back with a bidet and ask Theron to put it together. <laughs> for You will get it done, Theron. <laughs> but, but it wasn't a bidet. He comes back with a gift bag and it says love on it. And it's filled with gifts and toys and fake bugs. Love it. Did, did Muhammad pick this out or did Eve give it to him and say, I don't it, know. But right? Muhammad was like. We can put it in our mom's coffee. <laughs> he, no, he did say that. He did say we can put it in mom's coffee. Yeah, they're like stepbrothers. You guys know the movie Step Brothers? This is Muhammad and Theron. Oh um, so cut to dinner time. And oh this, my gosh. this is like Eve feeding her children. I like, died laughing. Muhammad's going to refuse to eat his vegetables. Theron's going to refuse to eat his vegetables. It was so mother and childlike. Like, when Mohammed is standing next to her with the plate and she puts all the food on it and he's like, and ketchup, please. Yeah. <laughs> and she takes the bottle. Dude, put a ketchup on yourself. The way he was standing there holding his plate. Yes. It was so like. It was me. Literally throwback to when my mom was cooking dinner and yeah. I had to like serve everyone. It was something else. All right. So Theron, loving Mohammed, they're hitting it off. It's great. And Eve asks Muhammad if it's okay if he'll be the one to stay with Theron in the afternoons. Because we know she's been struggling to find care for Theron mm-hmm. during the day. So now she's got Muhammad, which is great. Muhammad has something to do. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a win-win. But Muhammad goes, well, now I feel more like a babysitter than well, a fiancé. Like a fian- <laughs> <laughs> now I feel like an older brother and not a fiancé, right? And he calls them female duties. Did you notice yes. that? Yeah. So he's got a little learning to do. Oh, but. yeah. I mean, okay. If you spent 25 years of your life living on your mom's nip. Yeah. Yeah. That's a female duty. And that's his mom's fault, too. Like, if his mom didn't teach him anything else, then that she used to do everything for him and he sees certain things to be female duties, yeah. that that's on his mom. Yes, yes. But look, it couldn't have gone better. The meeting couldn't have gone better. No, that was that They're was hitting beautiful. it off. It is hysterical. Thank you, Muhammad, for the laughs because everything so you good. say is golden. It's so good. So thank you. Keep it's struggling so with that bidet. Good. Keep struggling with the language because we love it. But that's the thing. His English isn't bad. That's true. It's, His English actually isn't bad. It's the way he says it. It's the way he talks. It's true. And it's hilarious and I love it. I love it. Okay. <laughs> That's the episode. Love the episode. Love, love the episode. Love the love season. The episode. Hope you guys are enjoying it too. Hope you guys are enjoying the pod. Make sure you're following the Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. We got memes. Message us. Share your thoughts. We'll keep you updated with news. Yeah. Or Make- just message us and say hello. Say hello. You don't have to share your thoughts. Just nah. say hello. What's up, guys? And I'll reply. Yeah. Uh, I'll ask what you guys are talking about. I'll feel left out. It's fine. Okay. It's well, fine. he's going to go back and he's going to eat it all. He'll be like, oh, 
<laughs> Why are you talking shit about me? Make sure you guys are following the podcast wherever you're listening. So easy to do. Look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as. Oof. This whole season, I know. I know I always say it, I, I always see it at the end, but it's true. We love it. It's true. We love it. Um, also, keep an eye out for that collab with the Reality Gaze coming out Thursday. Woo-hoo. All right. Super excited for May that. May 19th. May 19th. All right. And thank you again for the reviews, Grandma. That was really nice, Grandma S. If you haven't left one, please rate and review. We love it. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. Talk to us. Follow us. Listen to the call up with the guys, with Maddie and Poodle. Yes. So much fun. Thank you, Grandma. Thank you, Grandma. If you haven't left the review, you will get it done. <laughs> all right. I have said it all. Have you said it all? Oh, my gosh. I have said too much. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.